January 17th, 2017. It's a lot for Pedro's show.
Watch from Pedro show. You just heard our guest, brother Matt, uh, indisposed. He's not not for the whole show, but he had to run down the stairs and have me here at the Love Grotto on the Pleasure Point, somewhere north of the equator, but west of Greenwich Mean Time. And you heard the voice through the uh, magic of Skype. Those wonderful software engineers in Estonia, thank you, most grateful, to bring us John Paul Pitts in uh, oh his new home, Oakland. From Surfer Hello. Blood. Uh, thanks for coming aboard there, John. Oh, thank you guys for having us. No, I just I, want to say it's a real honor to be on your show, Mike. Thanks for, thanks for having me today. Oh, wow. You're very kind. Um, <laughs> and uh, we, we got to thank our, uh, the socket man, Lucky Pierre, was uh, David Newgarden. He, oh, yeah, David. He made me aware of the new record. When I heard it, I was like, fuck, man, I'd love to talk to these cats. And he, he made it happen. He made it happen. So we heard uh, Love uh, Supreme Part 2, Resolution, and this was a, a breakdown version. They didn't get all the way through it, but even John Coltrane had a band where they sometimes blew clams. Can you believe it? And then we heard uh, something from the new album, Surfer Blood, Dino J. Uh, Dino uh, J. So, you know, do you know Jay Maskus? Uh, you know, he's someone I've seen around at festivals and stuff. He's really, you know, an idol of mine. Um, I was but wondering. Yeah, he's pretty aloof. Yeah, as far well, he's as a little. Goes, he's, so, huh? he's a little shy, but when he talks about his band, he always calls it Dino. Oh yeah. 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 Always. So cool. now you know his name. It's always a letter, and and not even with a period, because him and his pop had the same name. I think Joe. Right. So oh, just I, some, I some little signature. It's just a J, just a <laughs> just one one letter. Yeah. Yeah, but no, no, no period. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and just a little uh, minutia there if you wanted to know. It's, it stands for Joe, his, his pop's name. He wrote a song about his pop uh, called uh, "Feel the Pain" because his pop was a dentist. Hey, brother uh, Matt, hey. was a success. <laughs> yeah. Retrieve some CD nice, from the coaching. A nice chunk. A nice chunk. <laughs> That's great. It is a good chunk. We're yeah. talking about John. And his, his tune, Dino, uh, uh, Jay, and, you know, maybe connection with uh, Jay Masters. But let, let's go all the way back. John, what's your earliest musical memory? Uh, my earliest musical memory, listening to music, playing music? Whatever. Uh, music, you know, hearing it, being washed with it. <laughs> Bathed. Um, I I have, I have vague recollections of my dad playing a Credence around the house, and that was like the first time I ever remember hearing a song over and over again and, you know, wanting to hear it again, wanting to sing along to it. It's, you it's, know? it's music in the pad. And, and where's this? This is in uh, South Florida? Yep, in, in West Palm Beach. That's where I, uh, you know, born and raised for 20-something okay. years. So, yeah. So he, yeah, you heard some of uh, that Bayou music. What Credence song? What Credence song rings out? <laughs> Yeah, Brother Matt asked, what uh, Creedence song was it? Can you remember? Or uh, album? You know, he, he would play the greatest hits, you know, Have You ah. Ever Seen, The Rain, mm -hmm. uh, Bad Moon Rising, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, he was from Savannah, Georgia, so he he kind of liked, uh, you know, more twangy music. He was into a lot of country, too. But that was, but, you, you know, know that was rock music. Creedence got a lot of swamp, a lot of R&B, a yeah. lot of soul. Lot There's of a lot of stuff. There. I mean, there is that country thing, too. But, uh... Uh, 
I was going to say about anthologies. Sal Zantz must repackage this shit so many different times. You know, I always know him. Like if you ride in the boat with Watt, you're getting all six albums. Mm-hmm. I won't call Mardi Gras. I won't call the seventh one. There's no time, you know. So, but you're going to get all six of them, and you're going to get them in a row. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, so the first your first music thing. So was your pop a player or just a listener? Uh, he's a he's a finger picker. He had this old Epiphone nylon guitar, and okay, so he's a guitarist. You know, so you had music yeah, in the house being played too. Yeah, he would he would play. He was really he had a really good ear. He could kind of pick out songs, um, and just do kind of a chord melody thing with them, hearing them once or twice, and you know, no training, just played with his thumb, nothing else. But you know, he had a had a really good ear for music. And was it for fun, or did he did do gigs? Oh, no, he never played for anyone outside the family. He's an engineer. He's kind of a, you know, sort of a, he's got the glasses and the pocket protector and all that. He's one of those guys, but, you know, he... Well, who had he, glasses he and creams? Stu Cook. Yeah. <laughs> and he ended up opening a pizza chain in the Bay Area oh, yeah? after Creedence. But uh, the thing I really liked he did after Creedence was he produced the Rocky Erickson album. <laughs> The one with the letters oh, right. you don't know how to pronounce because you don't know how to say them. <laughs> I think in U.S. it got uh, later on released as the evil one, but the one in England, the CBS one, had like a dog ripping out of his head with all the splatter and the letters. was like some alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Stu Cook produced that. It, it, it was a really good sound. Uh, okay. So you got... Okay. That's okay. He's, he's got the... Yeah, double duty. He's got the parallel universe going. Pocket protectors are okay. But he's playing, and and in fact, you got the music in the pad, so you're hurling. What about your mom? Did she play? Uh, No, my mom is a a musical. Okay. Uh, Okay. So when's the first time you, let's uh, put it this way, what was the first record you bought? Uh, I think the first record I ever bought was uh, Dookie by Green Day. It was a, it was a huge record at the time. Um, I think the first time I tried to learn on guitar was when I come around. Uh, okay, you know. so, so you you had a guitar, or were you were using your pop's guitar? I was I was using my dad's guitar, but okay. the fr- I really started playing. I had a friend when I was about fourteen, fifteen years old who got a guitar for Christmas one year. Yeah, and he was not into it, and I was always in his house, you know, playing it. He had like a he had a tube screamer, and you know that was pretty much it for me. Oh, electric guitar. Exactly, yeah, that was a whole new world for me. Yeah, because you're Pop's acoustic man. Okay, so uh, you start learning off of the Green Day records. Uh, Mm -hmm. Did you ever do music in school? You know, the school band? Uh, You know, I did not. Other members of the band did do a lot of music in high school. That's okay. But uh, not me, I was always kind kind of around it, but never in the in the band. You know, um, I want to play a song off the, your first record, Floating Vibes. What, what's what's cool. this song about? <laughs> it's, I've always wondered what's it about. Oh, God. Well, you know, there's so much reverb on the vocals, it's probably tough to understand the lyrics. But uh, uh, the song's kind of about, you know, me and my, my little sister. Uh, I got a sister who lives in New York. She's also kind of musical, but more of an artist. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to go into it too much because, you know... Don't want to, <laughs> don't want her to hear this, but uh, that's okay. That's yeah, it's okay. About, yeah. Well, let's listen.
inside a 1948 Mercury with soft green lights on the dash memories that await the children of a ruined world
Everybody makes mistakes, but I sure make a lot. Everybody makes mistakes, but I sure make a lot. Dear diary, store won't hire me. My family fired me. My dog lies to me. Everybody makes mistakes.
For Pedro Show. Yeah, we heard Floating Vibes, Surf for Blood off their first album. That goes out to John's sister. What's her name? Uh, her name is Julia. That's for you. And she's Julia. a big Miniman fan, so, you know, wow. she'll, be, she'll be stoked to hear about this. All right, D Boom, George Early. Uh, then we heard uh, the Clubber Lang Gang with Charlie Ply Miles doing Man Overboard. Charlie, an old, uh, well, I shouldn't say old, less younger poet <laughs> from the beat days. He put out the first Zap Comics, not too far from where you're living now. Uh, more in the city, uh, it was uh, Gal, what they say, Gal? That street? I Gal. think so. Well, it's, you know, Vincent Van Gogh, uh-huh. I think it's Gogh, but <laughs> they say Gal there. And then we had Beans of Comrades out of uh, Belgium with Cheval, R4, R04 out of Tokyo, brand new, Keep Inside, original mix. <laughs> MB Jones with the demo out of West Mass. That's Jay Massey's territory. Mistakes. Mm-hmm. Tenko out of uh, Tokyo from the 90s. That's Dookie time. Antegata Dokosa. Las Victimas Civiles. What's a. And it's. Citizen Victims. Out of Valencia. Brand new band. Coca-Cola Creative Commons. <laughs> Negative Scanner out of Chicago, Planet of Slums. Hardcore Chamber Music from Manuel Maresca and Manuel Ferreras out of Terracina, Italy, not Roma. And finally, the Flat Five of Bluebirds in Michigan. That's from the, the good people of Bloodshot there in Chicago. Uh, okay, you got a buddy who's got an electric guitar. He don't want to play it. But you go to his pad to play, to learn by... Uh, off records by doing so so uh, you didn't write songs at first you're copying like me and d boone copy off records georgie yeah pretty much just playing along the records at first and then then i discovered you could uh plug a microphone into a computer and record your own songs and that was you know that was it i bought a a drum set for i think 60 bucks from a friend of mine and you know would wait till my parents left and would just record a drum part a guitar part you, you on drums over it john this is you on drums so, yeah, this is this is me on drums. So this you taught you taught you taught yourself drums. Yeah, I, know. I was kind of writing and recording my own songs before I ever played in a band. Do you remember um, your first? You know. Do you remember your first song you wrote? Uh, I, th- I remember the first like batch of songs I wrote. Um, you know, they were they were, they were all right. You know, um, sounded terrible, but 
you know. You got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> exactly, can yeah. You, can you remember your first lyrics? Yeah. Always the first lyrics are the courteous. Can you remember oh, the God. first ones? So, so embarrassing. And yes, I do still remember them. Uh, Let's hear it. Because <laughs> I'll, tell you oh, one, God. I'll tell you one of my first ones. You want to hear some cornball <laughs> shit. Go ahead. Oh, God. You're really going to make me do this right now? <laughs> this Just is, a little right. one. Just a little one. Jesus. Okay. Um, imperfect now and evermore. New mortal bodies give us more to struggle for. Um, to fall short of perfection. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> just, can, I, can I just stop there? Like, <laughs> you can stop. You can stop. It only gets worse okay, now here, here's mine. Here's mine. Now, I'm going to just give you, the course is the same as the title. Mr. Bass, King of Outer Space. <laughs> Obviously, there was some uh, inferiority complex <laughs> And the rest of the lyrics is about me playing some solo where the rest of the band gets blown off. That's the only song uh, I wrote in my whole teenage years. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, because there wasn't a culture for writing songs in the early 70s. So I commend you for right away getting a mic, getting a drum set, and just going for it. So, you know, imperfect form, inception, whatever that shit, that's okay. Got to start somewhere. So let's talk about, what's your first band after the songwriting uh, Man Alone uh, period? Well, I met met this kid who I'm on. Who actually lives in Berkeley now too? He lives in the East Bay, but uh, we started a band together called uh, the Nina Pinta, where he played drums and I sang, and my friend played played bass, and it was like really like you know, sort of like Sonic Youth inspired, like a lot of but the but the name like is like freak out parts. Columbus, yeah, two two of Columbus's boats. Exactly. The, uh, yeah, I still I still think. What do you have against the Santa Maria? Yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Isn't that the only one who made it back? Yeah. Only one of them made it back. Pizza, yeah, I think, was the, the, yeah. the paint, painted up one. Yeah, the gussied up one. Okay, so did you, do you remember you uh, you guys did gigs? Oh yeah, we played. We were we were popular. Oh, okay, in, uh, tell me about your first gig. School. Tell me about your first gig. You're in high school. What are you playing? Talent show? Oh god. Well, we played. We actually got to play this sort of like bar and grill type place that was you know sort of family friendly okay and i you know there were 10 people there you know and they were all our friends and i just remember my knees shaking the entire time i was singing just i was so yeah. nervous i could just feel my knees shaking underneath me and that's the first time i ever sang in front of people okay um so success and it got easier but okay. <laughs> well what happened to them that was rough what happened to the nina pinatas <laughs> uh i think i got a really cool haircut um I just was like so confident after that. I got like this really Morrissey looking haircut and started wearing members only jackets. What kind of haircut? What do you say? A Morrissey type haircut. I was trying to, I was really trying to look like a member of the Smiths during this period. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, Okay. Yeah. He's got a kind of severe haircut. (laughs) (laughs) I saw him on an airplane once. I saw him on an airplane once. He said, he's kind of a tripper, but uh, yeah, Yeah, I'll tell you this. What's great about him. You know, it's him singing. But I think that's great. You know, there's only so many notes. You got to make things somehow a little different. Okay, so you think your haircut broke up the band? Oh, no, it gave me the confidence to be a a front man. And then I probably also, I think the band just broke up because 
everyone was serious about having, you know, having real careers after high school. They all went on to to be professionals, and I was kind of the only one who still, you know, wanted wanted to be in my high school band, but. Um, yeah, you can make that a profession. You can make music a profession. I've heard about that. Uh, so, what's the next band? Is the next band Surfer Blood? Yeah, the next band is sort of the first incarnation of Surfer Blood. I was in this hardcore band for a while. Okay. Bass, you know, wasn't wasn't really my band. But uh, you know, like forty five seconds on, it's really thrashy, blast beats. You, 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 you play bass. I did. I played bass. I played a you know a Mexican P bass at the yeah, time. Yeah, great. Yeah, Fender P. Yeah, they're good. Mm-hmm. I had one for a few years. Um, what was that band called? <laughs> uh, that band was called The Wreck. Uh, did you guys do any you know, recording? Like, we did. We made. We made like a. You're talking West Palm Beach. Do you remember a place there called Fubar? It was in a strip mall. Maybe. Maybe. It was in a strip mall. I, I played in West Palm you know, Beach. And in the same night I played, Buddy Miles was playing. Mm. They couldn't get him down the stairs. Uh. Yeah, I remember hearing from the, the boss there. That West Palm Beach was just sticking in my head. I yeah, there was a strip mall club there called Fubar, like fucked up beyond uh, yeah. all recognition. Oh, uh, nice. I, I don't. Maybe I don't remember that. Maybe I'm a little too young for that. But there yeah, are no, that's pretty- okay. That's okay. I, I, I didn't mean to get on a tangent. So, so. <laughs> What's the, the the band name with the television? That's the band that turns into Surfer Blood. Yeah, it was called it was called TV Club. TV um, Club. That's it. To be to be honest, we just hated that fucking name. The drummer and me, who you know, he still plays in the band. Yeah, it's kind of a lame um, name. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a bad name, and we were just you know, there were two other guys in the band, and they both loved it, and we hated it, and you know, this is this is just growing up in the. You know, the 2000s era, we would go. This is why in the you do, the night. John, this is why you do trios. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can't have an even number. Um, like the Supreme Court, yeah. Um, but anyway, we would go on the, the MySpace page in the middle of the night and we would change the band name to just, you know, kind of like fucked up names. Just because we, you know, really just crying out for, for attention, I guess, and just, you know. And then we'd get so mad and we would have a big talk and we would change it back and, um, this went on for a while, and then one of the guys had to leave the band because, uh, you know, his um his girlfriend got pregnant, and they were gonna have the kid, and they were gonna get married. Um, and he just like couldn't, you know. We wanted to, we wanted to do more. We wanted to tour. We wanted to, you right. know, book more shows. We didn't, we didn't care. We just wanted to get out of Florida, but he didn't want to, so he left. That's when we finally got, you know. Yeah, people, people might again. not realize, but South Florida, because of the the bend, mm. I mean, you're far out there. Yeah. You're further out than Iowa. You know, people think oh, know. Nebraska, Iowa, all these things, backwater. But, man, South Florida is out there. You do a gig, a tour out there, you got five Florida gigs, and they're all spread out. Mm. I mean, it's a big place. So I understand what you mean. Yeah. You guys had different, uh, yeah, different um, itinerary. Mm. Priority, that, that's the word. Okay, and so when them gone, do you get to pick a new band name? Yeah, we pick, we pick Surfer Blood. That's okay. like, that comes pretty naturally. Not, um, yeah, how's this, because do you guys surf? Is there a lot of surfing in West Palm Beach? Uh, a, lot, a lot of the guys do. I do too, you know, like little waves, it, only in the water. It's not like, yeah, it's not like yeah. the West Coast or anything. I remember but, in the summertime, uh, the sand is really, Brother Matt, the sand is really white, yeah. fine. 
and the water gets really green sometimes. Not green, gross, but like turquoise. It's it's really righteous. Uh, it's different than West Coast. Yeah, have you noticed? Oh, I love I love the beach. Also, it's a lot warmer. The water's a lot warmer there, Atlantic. So, so where did the Surfer Blood name come from? Well, our our drummer at the time, uh, you know, he is a surfer guy, and he was all about it in high school. He had all the all the gear, you know. The did he make his own boards? Did he write his own drum parts? Yeah, kind no, of. No, no, no. <laughs> did he make his own surfboards? Oh no, he never made his own surfboards. Well, George no, Hurley made really his own surfboards, <laughs> and George Hurley went to Hawaii twice, made his own boards. It kicked his ass. He gave up surfing to do drums. He got Happy Jack album and headphones and taught himself drums. And now, a couple years ago, he went back again. to surfing. Cool. Yeah, forty cool. years later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So tell your drummer man that. So he came up with the name, huh? Well, I kind of came up. Well, it was we came up with it together. We were I was making fun of him because we went on this weekend trip. We went up to like I don't know Gainesville or one of those college towns because yeah, our friends were like having this having a show. Yeah. And he had like this ridiculous like surfer bag with like a place for like his like board wax and <laughs> used all this all this shit, you know. Um, and Kids. I was just. Making fun of him, I'm like, oh, you're, bro, you're so, you know, you're so cool. And Especially Orlando, was, you, I mean, uh, there's not, what'd you say, Gainesville? Yeah, there's not a lot of surfing, it's like in the middle of the state. Exactly, yeah, he brought the, he brought like this backpack, and he was just, he got really defensive, he got, you know, a little offended, that maybe he went too far. Oh. Um, and he said, uh, got bled. he said, you wouldn't, well, you wouldn't understand, because you don't surf, and it's in my blood, I have surfer's blood. Oh, okay. and it was just one, just, just one of those things where he didn't know he was being funny, but I was just cracked up. I thought it was so. You know, yeah. You know, I thought. You know, when I was yeah. younger, a little bit younger, you guys were just started, and I heard your name. I thought it was surfer, like peasants and surfs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the spelling. I thought it was with the e. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, January seventeenth, two thousand seventeen. Edition of Wife Peter showed special guest John Paul Pitts. From East Bay, me and brother Matt hold tight for hour two. January 17th, 2017, it's the second hour. A lot for Pedro's show.
Sessions with Seymour Stein I never knew Master Reels from Zeppelin 1 and 2 Once the Kraken has been fed Then everything's cool And in an instant Everything was lost Seems like somebody
places in her purse signifies a lifetime, pictures in their frames, bundles of old letters, objects obviously not of any daily use, their weight insignificant to her, even though she may be just holding her balance. It is a life distilled to these, to these useless things, as precious as a life in the hands that grip the modest leather bag, repository of life, still loved her story.
Where I was. Well, for Pedro Show, start off the second hour with Frozen in the Armory. Uh, Surfer Blood, new album. Uh, who, who was the other guys that started the band? You, who was the drummer man's name? Was it uh, Tyler? Yep, you got it, Tyler. Tyler Jerry. So, so, so he, he's still in the band, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, he still plays with us. And you had a couple other bass players, but you had a guitar man. And, and Brother Matt, it's such a tragic thing. This cancer came up and just, like with my pop, like in a few months. Just, oh, man. Yeah, it was last year. Uh, yeah. His name was Thomas, right? Yeah, he was 27 years old when, he, when he died. Man. He got to make a record, right? So, like Burner or something? I remember his he did, wife, yeah. wife write me when it happened. He did. He did that in the middle of chemo treatment. Right. It's wow. true. Um, which is really amazing because I know that he was, you know, nauseous, could barely walk the whole time. So the fact that he still, you know, recorded that record pretty much on his bedroom floor nice. with a four track is, wow. you know, amazing. He was able to do that. Really beautiful. But you guys did get to do a couple albums before that and a bunch of tours, right? So that was your we goal, did. and that's what you wanted to do, make records and tour, right? Exactly. That's what, I, that's what I've always wanted to do, and, you know, I've looked back at, you know, our career, and I spent, I feel like I spent so many years. Well, look, um, you know, I come from a situation where mainly got into music to be with my friends, so what can you say f about your friend for people? Well, that's, that's just what I was going to say, is like, you know, we did a lot of, we did, you know, we played 300 shows, and... 2010 uh, wow. you know signed to a major label made that record got dropped from the major label made a record in you know our oh you know our drummer's parents living room so we kind of got to do all of it together and you know i feel like at the time i was always questioning like what should we be doing differently like this is like you know this if only we had like planned more if done things smarter now i just now that you know tom is not with us anymore it's kind of amazing that you know, I got to spend four years of my life traveling around the world with my best friends, and now I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade that for, for anything, you know? Yeah. Um, I think I, what I miss the most about him is, uh, you know, he was he had amazing taste in music. Um, you know, I would show him a song, he would show me ten bands that it reminded him of. <laughs> um you know, he's he introduced me to like nine out of ten of my favorite bands who I would have never heard of without him. So um, he, had, he was just yeah. He was all over. He was deep that way. He was. He was. A, he worked in a record store before when I met him. Oh he was, yeah, yeah. You know, and there was a lot of that. Of those guys. If, if if you can believe it, there was a lot of that in the old days. A lot of the cats in the old days scene were deep into records. Mm -hmm. Wow, I'm glad. Uh, that's still going on. Yeah. And in fact, with the internet, maybe it's uh, got some more resources that way. I have young people telling me information about my days. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, this new uh, Snowdonia, Snow uh, Snow Snowdonia, this new mm -hmm. album. You got it. Snowdonia. So it must have been trippy to make without Tom. It was honestly, I've you know my whole the whole time we've been a band, I've sort of depended on him for you know for affirmations and to tell me if I was on the right track and yeah. to 
you know, I really, you know, respected his taste so much that I was always just sort of, you know, being like, what do you think of this? What do we need to do to this song? And, you know, not having that for this one was, you know, I felt, I won't lie, I felt very much alone when I was sort of writing all these new songs. And, you know, it was still a really great, you know, productive time for me. But, um, you know, I couldn't help but kind of think in the back of my head, what would, you know, what would Thomas think about this when I was working on a lot of the new stuff? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so did you get the tunes together? Because the band kind of changed lineup, of course. You brought in this guy, Mike, on guitar. Yeah, exactly. You know, we've known and Mike, is, he was a high school band kid, and he's a surfer, and he's just one of those guys okay. that's good at anything he tries. Yeah, From um, old days. So he learned all the songs in the van all the way to Austin to play a bunch of South by Southwest shows, and it's a trooper for doing it. And but, then this, uh, the bass, got a lady now? We do. We got we got Lindsay, who's um, uh, also our friend from high school. We all went to the same oh, high wow. school in West cool. Palm. Cool. That's, that's a trip. Okay, that's great. You went back to the old breeding ground. <laughs> yeah. Because some people, you know, step in stone. Bye-bye. Never coming back. That's trip you uh, circled back. Uh, that's righteous. So for you, uh, the personal connection means a lot. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, like, someone can be a great musician and have great chops, and that's, you know that's that's amazing but at the end of the day you have to get in the van with this person yeah you know every day for a month at a time and no i totally know what you mean there's nothing best there's nothing yeah. like you know you can if a t- tune is tough you can prack if you got fucked up personality prack don't help <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no getting out of that uh, so yeah personal connection for me no that's people you can re- rely on people who aren't dramatic that's that's really important sure, to me sure. for picking yeah. Uh, look, it's time to bring Brother Matt aboard with some <laughs> spin cyclage. I've been hankering. I've been jumping. <laughs> bring it, Brother Matt. Cool.
the knowledge you will learn at my seminar will make you financially independent for the rest of your life. One of my recent transactions, I walked away with a check for $15,010.50. I took the Tom Brew Profit Seminar. It has worked for me. It has made me financially secure. You can do it too. You don't have to ask your boss for a raise anymore. You can give yourself the best raise of your life. Come to my seminar.
sounds of entertainment law. <laughs> entertainment, that was entertainment law. Yeah, they're cool. They were here a few months ago, huh? That's right. One of the best uh, band names ever, there, John. <laughs> entertainment law. So, Brother Matt, what made you do what you just did to us right now? Well, some recent influences. I uh, took my nephew to go see P Funk. Yeah. So I figured that's uh, part old? of being a good uncle. How old? How old? Four, Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. P Funk. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I just got back from Chicago seeing Buddy Guy at playing yeah, his club at Legends. That, that was cool. That was pretty much just a trip to Chicago to see Buddy this Guy. Too warm here. Yeah. Yeah. I had to go yeah, get those single digits. Man, I never been so cold. <laughs> Weather pussy being from. West yeah, Coast. what's Oak Town like for you, John, coming from Florida? A little bit colder, huh? Uh, it's a little bit colder. Still they California, fall here. Hmm. Drier, I say that. Yeah. Less humid. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then uh, just to squeeze in on that, Chicago got some yeah. toys to kill since the Pedro boys were I in town. some toys to kill in your spin cycle. Yeah, yeah. Brother Matt, I played some toys to kill too, but I only got to the first tune because I asked John here about Frozen in the Army. Actually, I never got to... Find out what that tune's about. <laughs> <laughs> Armory's where you usually keep the guns, right? Yeah. Sometimes they have gigs at, uh, remember there used to be gigs at the National Guard? Armory? Yeah, Armory. Yeah, he said wrestling there or and gigs. And <laughs> so, so John, what's what's this tune, Frozen, Frozen the Armory? Uh, this one, this one's about, you know, pretty don't transparently know our time being on a, a major label and just going to that crazy uh, Warner Brothers office in Burbank. And just having the people work there just bring out things like, you know, like, oh, here's a, a master reel from, like, Pet Sounds. No big deal. And just, like, casually throw stuff out there like that. Um, you know, just kind of hanging out, like, doing business with those people and then kind of, like, going to a bar with them afterwards and just, like, sort of trying to figure out the entire situation and being 23 years old and super confused by the whole thing. So, oh, yeah, like, oh, they're, yeah. Taking us, they're taking us out to eat. No, you're taking yourselves out to eat recoupable. <laughs> <laughs> I know I had I had like so many questions the entire time I was too afraid to ask and now looking back probably should have asked but you know actually you live, you live John by the time you got into it it was over for them <laughs> you, know, have you heard about the deals that uh, young people have to sign now it's called 360 like part of your gigs part of your shirts Man. fuck that oh yeah no, I've heard I've heard about that. We were yeah. probably the last band who didn't have Talk to do one of those. Jive shit. But yeah, anyway, I should mention that. the other songs we played after Frozen in the Armory. Luckily, Surf for Blood was not frozen. They thawed out and <laughs> got back into the ring. But we had Radiator of Love with D.E.R. from the Joshua Tree. This cat gave me that. Cool. Brother man. Uh, cholera from Hyper Cold out of Switzerland. Light, Tokyo, brand new. Square. Luke Winslow King, another uh, new release out of Bloodshot Chicago. Esther, please. Mal Deviza with Fat. Uh, yeah, maybe Spain. I can't remember. Toys That Kill, of course, Pedro Zone. Joe Brewer, Adam Madison, Jack Brewer's yeah. cousin. Notes for a poem. And finally, Mini Beast. I buy junk gold. That's uh, Brother Pete from Volcano Sun, Mission of Burma, living in oh, Providence. Now. Cool. We're at the end of the second hour, 2017, January 17, Dishwap Pedro Show. Brother Matt, myself, our special guest, John Paul Pitts out of Oaktown, talking about the surf blood. Hold tight for our three. Yeah. January 17, 2017, it's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro Show. Mm-hmm. 
Bach from Pedro Show. Uh, start off the third hour with Surfer Blood off their new album, Six Flags and Effigy. Uh, I've been enlightened to John, uh, the songwriter here, that uh, he was uh, open-minded to let, uh, yeah, you could play the song in either key, right? Yep, <laughs> sure can. Okay. And, uh, and you want to get into the tune any more than that? Uh, I kind of like standard tuning these days. <laughs> I like, oh, I like that, that, that tune. tune. <laughs> uh, man, it's like a song. <laughs> yeah, you oh, might, what? Do you have anything to say about that song? You want to speak for itself? Oh, I think it can speak for itself. It's a, you know, it's a pretty crazy one. But, okay. uh, you know, hope you like it. I liked it. And then we had Thoughts of W from Clay Chaplin. He was here with uh, Heather. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember from yeah. the B-Day. Moto. Yeah. <laughs> they grew Moto for yeah. me. Swamp weed. Uh, the, yeah, right, swamp weed. Marshweed, that's Marsh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The Meredith Hunters, all I got. I, you know, I was wondering, why would somebody name their fucking band the Meredith Hunters? It must be somebody named Meredith Hunter. There is somebody named Meredith Hunter. And in fact, he was murdered not too far from where you are, John. Uh, Altamont. He's, oh. the, he's the brother who gets stabbed. Oh, man. By the, oh, by that's the, crazy. Yeah, so these guys named their band after this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Immortalizing. I guess you're running out of names. <laughs> and then, oh, that's uh, pretty funny. Uh, Blood Quartet after that, Dark Energy 74, they're out of Spain. Uh, flat. In fact, they got one of the cats from Mars, if you remember No Wave out of New York. Uh, Danny Barnes, Flathead, uh, Philip, Phillips World. Flathead and the Phillips World. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's out of... Uh, let me give me this game. Highland Park. Yeah, the new Highland Park. It looked like a movie set. Suspenders, wax mustaches. I couldn't believe it. Used to be a Latin working class neighborhood. All gentrified. Things change, yeah. Uh, Brandy Pim Brewer, cousin of Jack Brewer, with Give Me One Reason, live. And then finally, Babes, New York City, with Let's Go to the Beach. Okay, we got John uh, Paul Pitts here from Surfer Blood. What, what, what's the plan? you got some gigs coming up, right? We do. We got a whole national tour. Got some some Europe dates. So I'm about to be really busy. I think I leave on uh, next a week from the day, and not going to be back for a long time. Eight days. Eight days. Yep. Eight days at home, and then it's then it's tour, tour, tour. Okay. Is this the first tour since? Uh, uh, you know. uh, it's since since Thomas. Yeah. Um, well, we did uh, we did some dates with. The, the famous guy to buy voices last November. All right. Um, which was sort of a, a dream come true for all of us. Well, let's, um, thank, let's right now thank David Newgard. I know. Thank you, David. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Dayton's own Thanks. Mr. Robert Pollard. <laughs> exactly. I got to meet Robert Pollard, and that was that was a dream. And um, he's written a you couple know, when songs. I was... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. He's written a couple songs. <laughs> I mean, the yeah, guy is a couple prolific. <laughs> I wish I could write a tenth of the songs he writes. I uh, think he was on his third LP uh, this year or something when he was touring. <laughs> so that's about par for the course for him. So Maybe it was a little bit of a year. slow year. But. Yeah, slow year. <laughs> so so what's this coming up? So it's the whole country and then you go over to Europe? Where can people get information on the Internet from you, John? Well, you can check out our State of the Art website. It's www.surferblood.com. Um People, it's really slick, so... That's S-U-R-F-E-R-B-L-O-O-D, not S-E-R-F. Yeah, it's not S-E-R-F. S-E-R-F. <laughs> not, not surfed on blood. This isn't... Uh, 
Bruegel the even younger. <laughs> Do you remember these painters? They're kind of influenced by uh, Mr. Bosch, but uh, this guy and his daddy, uh, their subject matter, they didn't paint rich people. Oh. They paint, the, the, the famous one is, uh, well, Victory of Death, but the other one is Peasant Wedding. Oh. Like you didn't paint, oh, wow. pe- yeah, you didn't paint peasant people oh. having weddings 500 years ago. <laughs> are you talking about like all those, that those Norse Renaissance guys? Or those guys were. Yeah, yeah, Flemish guys. Some pretty Flemish gruesome cat. stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they, they drew art Big of the fan. people. So, uh, uh, surfer's all right. Yeah. But anyway, that's where you can go to get information on this. Uh, uh, very excited, uh, excited to do it, right? You're going to be gone a couple of months. Yeah, I get to do the West Coast first while the weather's, you know, can't do the East Coast yet. It's too cold. That's right. Um, yeah, then go to Europe and then go up to the Northeast for some shows in, in like, April when well, the weather's nice. So. You go back to Florida or the South? Or? Oh, yeah, I'm flying into I'm flying into Florida a little early. Going to spend some time with my mom. Yeah, but what about, gigs? Or, what about gigs? Oh, we're playing we're playing um, West Palm in Miami. Okay. Um, I guess, like, our two hometown shows. Okay. Uh so playing this place obviously. called Respectable Street in West Palm. That's a, uh, you know, sort of an institution there. So looking forward to that. You'll probably play some gigs on the way, like Jacksonville or, uh, I don't know, Pensacola or Gainesville or Tallahassee. Oh yeah, we played Orlando. We played played all those places so many times over the years. Yeah, um, yeah, it sounds about about right. Okay, what about this tune here? This is the opus for the album, Snowdonia. Um, Maybe this guy living in Moscow now. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. This this is this is one of those ones that when I sat down to write this record, I was trying to, you know, I was trying not to think about something as the chorus of a song or as the verse, and like, oh, we'll repeat that later, and it's gonna, you know, uh, I wasn't. I was just trying to put parts together in like a really cohesive, flowing way. And this song is sort of the first one I wrote with that kind of mindset. Um, and then I had a dream. Where I met this this uh, this woman named Snowdonia, um, and she was like this like this muse kind of like this like Greek muse, and she was just sort of like floating in space, like I don't know, like the Oracle of Delphi or something. And um, I woke up and sort of wrote the lyrics to this, and it eventually became the the title for the whole album. And then I learned that Snowdonia is a is a national park in Wales, over in the UK. So, wow! So there's um, kind of like really a, strange. <laughs> Uh, Welsh connect, and here I was thinking Moscow. Totally <laughs> yeah. wrong again. Okay, let's listen to it here, John. The first ta- uh, the the first song written, but also ended up being the title song. The title track, yeah. Eponymous. Here we go, Snowdonia. <laughs> Thank you. 
Waffle Pedro Show. The last music for this edition. Snowdonia. Sir for Blood. Then we had Layman doing I Saw You. I think they're uh, out of the valley. Here. San Fernando Valley. <laughs> then King Champion Sounds out of Holland with Story Stuck. The Swifter. That's uh, Andrea Belfi. Drummer man from Il Sonia de Marnaio living mm. in Berlin. His proj, the Swifter, with Steel Murmuration. Cool. And finally, More Good Days by On Dolphin. You know where I found this CD, Brother yeah. Matt? After the gig a couple weeks ago in Pacifica, it rained hard. This dude stuck a bare-necked CD between the windshield wiper and the fucking windshield. So when I turned on them blades, that baby came scraping. <laughs> That's on Dolphin. Okay. John, you must have younger people. I mean, you ain't even 30 yet, right? I just turned 30 uh, okay. in 2016. What was that like? Top. What was that like? Uh, well, you know... Um, no, I don't. That's why I not, asked. <laughs> that, don't feel that much different than I did when I was 29. Yeah, but, uh, of course, of course. Um, it's, it's, just you know, it's just a number. It's just a number. Find people don't trust you as much anymore? <laughs> no, one ever, no one feels sorry for you more anymore when you're 30. You know, you say, oh, I have all this shit to do. Uh, I have all these responsibilities. Yeah. I have, like, you know, like, I feel like shit. And people are like, oh, yeah, it's because you're old now. And, you know, that's just... <laughs> That's the no, way it's no, going to be got forever now. Word. There's <laughs> just less young. The old word is out. There's just less young. No word. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> people that are even less young than just turned mm-hmm. 30, do they ask you for... Do you ever get asked for advice? What advice would you give them about this? Because we were just talking a little bit about the label thing. But, but what, what would be your advice about music, period? Oh, uh, well, you know, to... Um, I guess write as much as you can, always be writing, never stop, don't take a break from it, because you just get better and better at it the more you do it. I always tell people, young bands, to play as much as they can outside of their hometown for strangers. It's, you know, it's it's great. And one thing I've been telling people recently that I've learned in the past few years is never go through a drive-thru with your band, like a fast food drive-thru, Taco Bell. Don't do it, because, you know, you try and split it up. It never works out. It's just a huge pain. Just go into the actual restaurant. And the, order go into individually. The order individually. That's a great tip. No one's ever given <laughs> you know what? before. Here's another tip. If you want real Mexican chow, don't go to Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't go to Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Look, it's been great having you aboard. I wish you all the luck. Please, safe sneeze uh, to you. Keep the keel in the water. And I know you're going to work as hard as you can for the people who come to your gigs. Uh, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Okay. Right on, John. Brother Matt, thank you for your always essential aid in a bet. Pleasure. People, it's been January 17th, 2017, Dishwap for Pedro Show. <gasps> Keep your powder dry. Yeah.